Hello and welcome to the Bedtime Storycast, the podcast where I talk and you fall asleep. I invite you to get cozy under the covers. Take a nice, deep breath in. And exhale and relax. As we listen to the story, Clifftop Forest, by Jordan Blancet. Sweet Dreams The first footfalls patter onto the dusty path. Tiny granules of earth sprinkling into the sea-swept wind. To the right and down several hundred feet, the Pacific Ocean laps far and wide with gently rolling white caps sounding a backdrop for the chattering forest fauna. Up ahead rises a rolling tide of Sitka spruce, their sweeping branches curving up to embrace the sky. The path passes from grassland to brush with the downward slope, the dirt slowly turning to muck, the trembling grasses grown over by swaying bushes and sapling sitka. To either side spreads a thick, lush carpet of flowering shrubs the rhododendrons blooming pink, and the sticky white-leaf manzanita sprouting white and fuchsia bells. Here and there, passing amongst the brush, the mud squelches underfoot, revealing the beguilingly miry path. The fluttering songs of the native birds, blue and white tree swallows, red crossbills, and black-tipped stellar jays resound throughout the landscape. Teal and brown hummingbirds zip from bush to flower speculating over their choices for mere seconds before floating effortlessly to the next source of nectar. Yellow bumblebees, handsomely coated in their best black and brown stripes, buzz contentedly from bloom to bloom. Their small bodies are brightly lit against the emerald shrubs in the warmth of the sun's glancing rays. Across the path, skittering ants march to an inscrutable beat, led on by a single winged leader. Small brown and green lizards 
observe from the sidelines their tiny fingers curled round the grass and into the muck the world is wild here where nature frolics lazily in the afternoon sun as the trees loom high their tips brushing the clouds they expand their canopies down and wide to filter the sunlight from glaring rays into welcome shade trunks twice a person around are fitted with hundreds of spindly broken limbs not swelling to their full strength and lushness until nearly 50 feet overhead these towering giants swath over the realms guarding the precious life beneath each restful Goliath ushering silence into its own anodyne abode every trunk is coated in a bushy lichen-like mantle of dirty green moss while the branches are tendrilled about by a fleecy springy kin when the salt sprayed wind rustled through the bristly needle-tipped branches a shush emanates throughout the trees and the shaggy creepers shiver in tandem these shroud-like organisms are interrupted only by the shelf mushrooms that wedge their way in amongst their cozy bed of moss gently feeding from the life force trembling beneath the bark of every timbered colossus their brown undersides are crowned with a head of white a clear watery ooze slinking down the bulbous foundations to moisten the greenery finely tucked around the rippled edges bulging mushroom heads sprout from the ground as well thick yellow and orange brows precariously perched atop spindly stalks that shiver in the wind brown and white mushrooms their dainty stems appropriately crested by delicate feather-bottomed cones ring patches of earth in blessed fairy circles in the interim between brushland and forest some mycelia litter either side of the path escorting inquisitive minds from the open bluff 
into the clifftop forest. These red and white speckled mushrooms have swollen heads roosted squarely atop squat trunks. Hefty death eaters that munch sluggishly on the decaying loam. As the fauna transforms from sunlit bush meadows to a forested terrain, footsteps that once patterned over dusty earth now scatter slivers of refurbished wilderness into the bushes. The path sprinkled over with browning needles and woody mulch. The first steps into the limb-gated entrance of the cliffside forest release tensions into the ether, drawn out by the succulent sweetness of the Oregon wilds. Each lungful is pungent with the taste of earth and flora, laden with salt from the ocean below and the verdancy of the enveloping forest. The world is peaceful here, where the sunlight meets the forest's edge and fades gradually into a cool darkness. The forest floor is carpeted in brown needles, fallen branches, and long, thin pine cones coated in fragile plates. Bird songs fade into the background as the forest slopes down to the ocean's edge. The sky replaced by cluster after cluster of green needles and pine cones until the world is dark and cool and quiet. Where sunlight still falls, patches of thick green grass, flowering bushes, thorny blackberries, and swishing fern fronds wave in the light breeze, thriving in their coveted rays of sunshine. Footsteps cease by a blackberry bush hands gently brushing aside the thorns to roll a plump berry across soft fingertips. The warmth of the berry's tender skin is pleasant, and the purple insides squish satisfyingly between two molars to release sweet, heady juices. The world is welcoming here, where even the plants draw in newcomers to the realm of the ancients. 
as the landscape spreads into a hushed forest, as the ancients among the trees age into the hundreds in a matter of footsteps. Sunlight becomes not but a distant memory, blocked in its entirety by a thickly woven net of Sitka branches and canopy brush. Shadowy trunks rise all around to greet the sky as a cool fog wafts in, cloaking each tree in impermeable mist. As the forest is gently overtaken by the rolling dampness, so too spreads the silence. What little sound there has been trails into nothingness, shepherding the world into serene, restful composure. Beads of water form along the trunks of the trees and the leaves of the bushes quivering in the stillness. The songs of the birds cease. The buzzing of the bees and hummingbirds vanish into the ether. The ocean waves evaporate beyond the backdrop. Even the skittering footsteps are quiet now, muffled into silence as tree after tree fades into the haze. The blanketing, swirling cloak of nature wraps around its wards and ushers them deeper. In the deafening reticence, absent of mankind and shaken of worldly influence, the firmament collapses into utter tranquility. The world is quiet here, where the damp, cool mist climbs the trees like so many tendrils of ashen ivy. Even as the trees nestle into their quietude, the slumbering fauna now stirs to life. Small sounds float through the fog, muffled around the edges. Beetles trapes across the needle-strewn trail, their tiny, skeletoned feet pattering over mulch mountains and wading through muddy valleys. Earthen-toned finches and sleek blue scrub jays hop beneath the bushes, their petite heads peeking between the fern fronds and under swollen blackberries to catch a glance at this lumbering intruder into their 
simple world. Their black eyes glitter with curiosity, and some skip onto the path to observe their latest guest. Up ahead, weaving amongst the low-lying branches of a flowerless bush, a small forest marten peers from beneath the leaves. Its long, slender body is wrapped in brown and gray, with a tan mask drawn around its eyes and nose. Sly intelligence glances over the forest pathway before the furry creature slides back into its hole. To the left, emerging from the mist, trundles a white crested porcupine, its spiny crown laid back. The rodent's keen eyes note this new presence, observes the birds picking through the muck for their latest insect prey. The marten climbing claw over claw up the nearest tree for a higher viewpoint, and disappears back into the brush. The world is thoughtful here, where the forest creatures meander through the mist. The fog thickens and swirls until it begins to condense, collecting in thick globules that jiggle and drop from the branches of the trees and the fronds of the ferns. Each droplet slides from its genesis to pitter-patter into the loam like so many drops of rain. The forest begins to drip, 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 slow and steady all around, the ground darkening as the mud grows thick. A distant hush echoes through the misty veil, and a cool breeze blows through the trees to swirl the fog into wispy tendrils around the rustling branches. Far ahead, the forest breaks, and the first rays of sunshine to penetrate the cool darkness shimmer on the dew-dripped leaves. Beyond the shadows, wildflowers bloom abundantly at the feet of the woodland giants. Purple and red and yellow and orange blooms flowing down what's left of the hillside. 
as the forest's edge approaches, so too encroaches the sunshine, warming the earth and encouraging the fauna to once more bumble and bustle about. Bees flit in and out of the shadows, while ground birds and canopy singers alike zip to and fro between the bushes and trees. Now, too, can be heard the call of seabirds, cawing and cooing into the salt tinged afternoon air. A heron swoops low into the forest shade, landing in the midst of the path and spreading her white, feathery wings imperiously. She flaps slowly warming her downy back in the sun as she peers into this darker domain. With a low cry, she takes once more to the air and glides effortlessly into the trees. The world is alive here where two worlds collide, and the forest shakes limbs with the sea. The sunshine glints through the trees one final time as the landscape opens wide into a dune meadow. Tall brownish-green grasses tremble into the ocean breeze, their network of roots forming the net beneath the sand upon which this ecosystem thrives. Patches of low-lying scrub brush, shaped at an angle by the wind, crowd up to groves of pale, dry driftwood. The few Sitka saplings that ventured this close to the shore bend in half in the breeze, their tiny needles fluttering into the current. The air is thick with the scent of sweet wildflowers, and dense with the taste of seawater. Sand scatters hither and yon over the path, tossed and turned in the gentle winds. The complexion of the ground shifts as they do every step changing from tan to black to shimmery white and gray. Hard-backed sand beetles and squishy sand fleas 
tumble their way through the tiny rocks, while long-legged beach birds seek out their choice quarry from beneath the granules. The flora rustles pleasantly as a salty spray kicks off the white caps and crests the dune, breathing fresh air over the land. The world seems to sigh here, the sea to the west in tandem with the rocky cliff sides to the east in this unification of creation. Further on, the path turns to shifting sand. Once pattering footsteps, now trudging over the grainy dunes. The sand itself is warm to the touch and offers sweet relief to heavy limbs climbing the last few feet of the dune. Here, even the grasses trail off, leaving only a few pine cones strewn about, and half buried in the fluid ground as the sole reminder of the forest landscape. Summiting the dune brings to vision the Pacific Ocean once more, crashing time and again onto the shore before slipping back into its designated dwelling place. Wave after wave laps at the sand scattering small pebbles across the beach to break the uniformity of the rippling water. As far as the eye can see, so shines back the sun, glinting off the white caps and dancing hazy mirages over the water. Hundreds of feet out, a water spout crests the waves as a whale sends its watery wishes into the wind. A flock of seagulls lazily rises into the air to ride the currents out to sea. Circling about, this latest curiosity and gliding down into the water to surf back to shore. Sliding down the dune, the warm sand bunches up underfoot and sprinkles about with the first step toward the sea. As the tide rises, so do the whitecaps 
lapping further inland, closer to the dune's edge. White, lacy foam bubbles at the edge of each wave, shushing gently over the pebbles until the next wave. The world is restful here, where water and land intersect, and the ocean greets Mother Terra over and over again for all eternity.